So big day in Shopify. It is Shopify Unite today. Shopify Unite! In which we learn what the new product announcements are. We get like, hey, here's the gigantic list of features coming down the pipe over the next 12 months, right? Yeah. Is that a good good representation of what Shopify Unite is? I just don't understand this room I'm in right now. Oh, what oh is my this gosh. place? We we have left our homes and we are working in our big boy office that I've been paying rent on <laughs> for, for a the year. Last Sixteen months while it goes entirely unused. Well, I'm not wearing headphones too, which is weird now. Now I'm used to that. And wearing the headphones? Yeah. You know, I, I have an extension cable, I'll set you up it's with some very headphones. far. <laughs> also that now we're recording it like socially distance, where previously we were in your tiny little office in your house. <laughs> that was a 10 by 10 room. I had to work with what I had. Uh, so our, our Unite announcements. Yeah, big day. This is an emergency podcast, by the, by the way. Bonus right? podcast. I say it's an emergency podcast. Emergency bonus? Red alert. Please give me a moment to queue up red alert. <laughs> oh, I don't even have red alert on oh here Oh my God, I told you hours ago. You set ago. me up. All right, continue. <laughs> uh, yeah, they announced changes, uh, and it sounds like uh, after being burned for years of announcing things that then never happened, it sounds like all these things are going to happen. That's pretty exciting. <laughs> well, and so what you're referring to is sections everywhere. Sections everywhere, sections anywhere. Sections, sections wherever. Wherever, yeah. Where I believe we're on the third Unite that features sections everywhere. Yeah, I, I'm... You know, at this point, I feel I'm uh, a little gaslit. I don't know. Like, I question reality. But the la- I, f- I think the last three Unites, they announced yeah, they did. sections everywhere. Yeah. Soon. Only this time it's going to stick. Third time's the charm. <laughs> uh, yeah, because what they did is they have uh, rewritten a ton of the Shopify backend, and they're calling it Online Store 2.0. Yeah, they so many features, we said, Online Store 2.0. And I mocked the very 2001-ness of that, but Kurt made a good point, which I don't think they said explicitly. They didn't say, this is me speculating. No, it, it became, the, the terminology they ended up using later on in the presentation made it very clear in that the line is going to be, oh, well, you're running a 1.0 theme, and a 1.0 theme doesn't have all the hookups and all the cool stuff that we just talked about. So you're going to need to upgrade to a 2.0 theme that's 2.0 compatible. So that's how they're going to get around it. Which makes sense. I which mean, makes I don't sense, know, yeah. I mean, it's such a complicated transition. I don't know how else you'd do it. Yeah, the idea that they were just going to kind of like backport those abilities onto currently existing themes was going to be, was a huge lift, obviously, because they've been working on it for years and it never worked out. So they're doing, they're kind of rewriting the whole thing. So let's, let's talk about what Online Store 2.0 is. To me, it sounded like it came down to three major features. Number one, of course, which we've, we've been talking about, is sections everywhere. Tell me what sections everywhere means. Well, it's interesting to me. So what it is is that you're just going to build section blocks like you have on your homepage right now. Those are going to exist universally. Like right now, we kind of have homepage homepage blocks that are like, these are sections and blocks that go on the homepage. That's where they live. And then there's like product detail pages where you can have those blocks, but those are all kind of written into that template. Here more like it, you are just writing the section or the block once, 
and then it will be available in all of the templates, which is cool and good. Uh, but one thing, so this is a little deep in the weeds here. Uh, one thing I feel like I noticed, I'm not sure if I got a clear answer on this. In the presentation, they created, you know, they had a store and they made a new product template that was going to be used for handbags. And so then they're like, well, and then we move these sections around and blah, blah, blah. And here's our handbag template for the handbag products. And that's already available in current Shopify. The problem is the content you plugged into that handbag template was going to show up on all the handbags. Right. So it couldn't be specific to that specific product. It would just have to be about all the handbags. Like all the content is universal across every single product that's using that template. So Which we, is the big pain in the butt. Because if you want to have special product-specific content specifically on that product, you need to create a new template for it or do various shenanigans that we have grown very accustomed to. Right. And it sounds like the way they're getting around that is actually what we did is we would, one of the ways we would get around it is what is use what is called meta fields. And meta fields are uh, data about your products that live on the back end of the Shopify store, but there was really no good way for you, the store owner, to access it. Like we knew how to access it and we knew how to screw around with them, but it was tough for store owners to do it. And that's how we would get around that whole templating thing is that we'd make the template, all the handbags use the handbag template, but then the content for each individual handbag product would be stored in a meta field that's attached to the product. And what they're doing now is they're making meta fields way more front facing. And then when you're moving the section around and doing that stuff, you then call the meta field, use this meta field for this area on the product page. And then the content for that met and the data for that meta field is stored on the product page for each individual product. Okay. If you catch my drift. And Was so that too deep in the weeds? It sounds like what's going on here. It, it sounds like to me that they that Sections Anywhere is really very much like the current system that existed. They're just making it way more front-facing. Okay. So in in if we think of Shopify as a content management system, a CMS, which is what it is, the holy grail, be-all, end-all in a CMS, the end goal is can you entirely separate style and substance so content versus design and online store 2.0 is a huge step toward that anytime you get there it makes life dramatically easier because now you have a lot fewer instances of i need to change this one piece of content oh i don't know how i have to go email a theme developer yeah those hassles and headaches go away when you're on a what we're going to call a 2.0 theme yeah and then to make life even easier, the other hassle that you couldn't get away from, even if you had this, you know, meta fields and really uh, great CMS was apps. Right now, if I install an app in Shopify and it's got a widget, so it appears somewhere in the theme and I need to choose where that goes, it's either paste this liquid snippet somewhere, hope you don't screw it up and no one wants to, you know, what merchant wants to go edit their theme code or... Uh, go poke around in the app, the app's GUI and hope you could find you know like a CSS selector that can yeah or like to the it. app does it itself and fingers crossed it picks a good spot that you're happy with. So the new system they call uh, they call it theme app extensions, 
Whereas it sounded like essentially an app can write a section for itself yeah, into they call, your theme. Yeah, they call them app blocks. And so as part of sections anywhere, one of the sections along with like, you know, testimonials or a contact us form or whatever, or the various sections, an app will create its own section that will be in those tools that then you can use to move around your page. And then the, the first 2.0 theme is called Dawn. That's going to be the new default theme in every new store. Yes. And this also is going to then, it will inevitably end up being like the base framework a lot of theme developers will use for developing uh, custom themes for clients or for sale. Yeah, that's the main thing I'm excited by because, um, so what we always did is we have been using Turbo, as everyone knows, like Turbo is sort of our base theme because it does so many things already. And then we modify it for whatever our specific client needs. And then earlier this year, a month ago, I created a theme for one of our clients that's not published yet. And I was like, you know what? Turbo's getting real crazy. It's more than we need, especially for this small store. Yeah, I was going to say for the, for a, we were building a micro site. We were building a, a small store that was like, this store has 12 products. All it does is sell stuff. You're already sold on it. It was like a sub store for one of our clients. It would have been like killing a fly with a sledgehammer kind yeah, of exactly. scenario. So, I so what I did was I built that theme and that design on top of debut. Um, and so I'm excited to see what Dawn offers and I could just hit the ground running and we fingers crossed have another big theme update, big new custom theme we're writing on late, later this summer for someone. And I really want to build that on top of Dawn, depending on what Dawn holds for us. Well, Otherwise I, I have to go back to Turbo because Turbo just has so much already under the hood. I don't think Dawn is in the theme store yet, but it is on GitHub. So if you wanted to play with it, you could get it. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of the theme store, they will start accepting submissions for new themes on the 15th, July 15th. So we should get some, some new officially approved Toby stamp of approval themes. Yeah, I want to see how, I mean, I would love to know, um, not to make our whole show about one theme, but it kind of already is, but um, <laughs> I would love to see how much Out of the Sandbox knew about all this. Like, were they looped in? Like, will Turbo 7 be a... Shopify 2.0 theme, like how long until they're fully on board? Yeah, it's not. Or do they have to rewrite or are they, are they going to build a new theme or who knows? It's hard to know because anyone who did know was under strict NDA with penalty of death. Yeah. Myself included <laughs> right up until uh, 1.15 p.m. today. So now we'll find out, you know, we'll, hopefully we'll find out more and that, you know, more people were in the loop. I know a, a few I have a, a few uh, suspects who I think knew in advance. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see how far along they are with development. Um, and so, and I mean, the rest of it, uh, to be honest to our listeners, the less the rest of it was very much developer-based of just a like- A lot of developer-focused There's a lot stuff. of like APIs. You could build this, you could build that, you could build this. Our store own, our listeners who are mostly store owners are not building things. They're using the things, but- uh, the things that will be built will be easier for you to use. They will be faster. Yeah. They will be easier and potentially cheaper and or more enthusiastically supported because much to my amusement as a app developer, they are Shopify is dropping the 20% commission. Uh, and they don't call it a commission, revenue share. They, they're dropping the 20% revenue share uh, to 0%, which... Uh as a business move, I think is, is fabulous. Excellent. 
wouldn't call something that someone just takes from you off the top sharing. Well, you get in their app store and get their exposure. How about the tax? The 20% revenue tax we have, store usage tax we have to pay. No, thank you, Papa Harley, (laughs) for all you've done. But anyway, yeah, so all app developers are getting a 20% raise. And if they're not getting a 20% raise, they were already making over a million dollars, in which case, congratulations, don't, don't cry for them. Uh, let's see what else here. And then, all right, so Metafields and custom content. Uh, let's yeah, see. The, I mean, I mean the, the Metafields, I mean, it's a big deal, really big deal to us. Um, you might have heard us talk about Metafields a lot. Uh, we do a lot of shenanigans with tags where we make our clients, like, write out these insane tags on products and then we take the tag and like manipulate it in a way so it's data that shows up on the front page on the product page um because, well, here, let's, because asking them to screw with metafields is really confusing the metafield the metafield apps they don't suck it's just that they have they, it's a tough problem to it's solve. a tough problem to solve and like it has to be kind of stupid in order to solve the problem and so hopefully shopify really embracing metafields on the front end will make them way easier for people to deal with. Yes. Yeah, and so if you're not familiar with Metafields, if you're like, what is this word they keep throwing around? All right, let's replace meta with custom. You say custom field. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, imagine, so in your, you're looking at a product listing, you've got title, price, description. All right, but what if you wanted tabs on a product? And what if those that tab description was going to be different for every product? Like you had description and then ingredients, uh, as size your second guide. tab, yeah. size guide, you know, whatever. And it was unique to every product. Well, that's a really tough thing to implement without meta fields. Meta fields essentially lets you extend that where it's like, all right, I've got my description field. I also have my ingredients field. I have my sizing field. And then I can just put my content in there. That's why we're excited about this is it really lets you extend um, uh, product information management in I'm, Shopify. I mean, something that everyone everyone here hearing this has dealt with is uh, the review score of your product. You know, whether you're running Yachtpo, you're running Stamped or whatever, the score, the star score on that product, it's obviously individual to every product. Some products are 4.5, some are 3.2. That's stored on the product is a meta field. You can't see it, but it's in there. And like, that's where those apps store that. Now, the, the limitation of meta fields is you can really only put a string of text into it. Right. You're not so, putting paragraphs. Well, I mean, with the no, editor, I can put a paragraph. You can put a it, paragraph in, but, but I can't we'll, like upload a file into it. I would have to give it a link to a file. Like, let's say I wanted a meta field to hold an image. Yeah, then you yeah you have to upload it to the file section and then grab the URL from the store file section and paste that into the meta field as the right. URL and, and then write the meta field in the template in such a way so it's like an image tag and then the source of the image tag. It's assuming it'll be the URL of the image. So that's the second half of the meta fields update. Is this thing they're calling custom content? Quote, coming soon. Um, so with a grain of salt, who knows when that, what that means. Could be this year, could be 2024. We don't know. But custom content will be built on top of the new Metafields infrastructure and will serve as Shopify's content management platform. So it, sound, it, it says, we'll allow merchants to store content of any format within Shopify. Okay, great. It sounds like that limitation of Metafields are really just text also goes away. Like I could, a file could be a Metafield now. Uh, the rest of the stuff, they're like, it's going to be even faster. A single merchant can do 300,000 transactions in eight minutes. It's like, all right. Great. You know, it, 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 it just it is, sounds nice. It sounds nice. It's incredibly impressive. The problem with it is, and this is the craziest thing to have a problem with, 
it was already so good and so reliable. At no point have I ever worried about Shopify or the Shopify checkout just like going down under load. Yeah. It's never happened to any of our clients. Well, because we're we're losers. Oh, we don't have cool clients. Oh, but they're listening. Oh, they're I love great you guys. They're real cool. We don't have like Kylie Jenner. Do I want Kylie Jenner? I wouldn't Jenner? want Kylie Jenner. Yeah. Oh God, no. <laughs> I'm sure she's fine. My dad, uh, my dad's an attorney, and you know he just has like a suburban office. He he's Kylie Jenner's attorney. He's he is Kylie Jenner's attorney. No, but he has like a regular old schmo law practice, and one of his best friends from law school is one of the biggest personal injury attorneys in Chicago. Like legit, okay. he's a millionaire. He's huge. And we would always give my dad shit because we were like, how come we don't get to live like this guy? Like, how come we don't get to be like his Oh, I'm kids? sure he'd love that. Yeah, no, we really hammered him for it. And he was like, listen, we're street lawyers. He's street like, lawyers? He's like, I'm a street lawyer. He's like, I'm in the streets. You don't even understand what I got to do. So we're street partners? We're street. Yeah, we're street partners. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Jedi scum. Uh, all right, so Shopify Checkout, they said the goal is for a single merchant to sell, be able to sell 300,000 pairs of sneakers in over eight minutes, and for each individual shop to have the ability to handle as much sales volume as they served across all of Shopify at the peak of Black Friday, Cyber Monday, 2020. That's it's, that's an outrageous It's just overkill. Goal. It's like, well, who it's, cares? No, it, what it is is future-proofing. Because if we're assuming like the future is online retail, then this just dismantled the fear of uh, the thing going down under like your epic flash sale. Mm-hmm. And I don't think any of our listeners ha- need to worry about this. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. <laughs> sure. You're street merchants like us. Yeah, you're street. See, that's right. We're street partners that work with street merchants. There you go. Uh, check out extensions, though. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I like the Prop 65 example. The, well, I mean, it was the, it's the most common checkout thing we do. And it's so right now, if you want to mess with the Shopify checkout, A, you have to be on Shopify Plus, which is expensive. And. That then gives you access to checkout.liquid, meaning you can edit the checkout template. But even that, like, A, it, it, it's dangerous. You don't want to be doing that because there's, there's some risk there. Um, and they regularly update the checkout, so you got to reapply your customizations, you know, once a year. Well, and, a year, and checkout.liquid is really black boxed in that there's just, like, a little code snippet that's just, like, uh, customer information. So, like, you know, a giant thing on the page in the checkout is one line in the checkout of a thing you can't manipulate. Well, yeah, so they're like, trying to keep you from screwing it up. From screwing it up, but it, I mean, it screws us up. I mean, the you know, we always have to add Prop 65 warnings, and I can't, and they always change the way the HTML pieces work. I can't do it where if they change the state, the warning then appears. Like, you know, when you, if you're in California, it sniffs out you're in California and then we'll auto load the Prop 65 warning. If I'm in Illinois and change the state to California, the Prop 65 warning doesn't just pop up because it can't read that the box has changed. All right, so let's, and let's, I can't edit that. Let's go from the top here with this working example. <laughs> if, let's say, you sell a product that has an ingredient in it that is on the gigantic list of things listed as potentially causing cancer or reproductive harm in California. This is which a thing is, called Proposition 65. Which is everything. I did one last week for sand. Yes, for and be, it was because <laughs> the sand had a naturally occurring element Has to it. silica, an element. Yeah, but like, if you're not familiar and you haven't been to California in the last 10 years, <laughs> there's a Prop 65 warning on every single Starbucks, 
and throughout the Disneyland property. Yeah. <laughs> Literally little well-designed signs that tell you Disneyland could potentially give you cancer or cause well it contains a chemical that harm. has also been connected to causing cancer it's like yes very tenuous but everyone needs to be informed all right so let's say you fall you have a a product that has one of these chemicals what we do to address prop 65 Which is we legally have to do we, we legally have to do this um is if a product tagged prop 65 is in the checkout and the shipping address is california then a state mandated warning about this appears in the checkout to do that previously to today, you had to be on Shopify Plus. A theme developer had to customize checkout.liquid for you. Shopify has solved that with a new feature called checkout extensions that essentially lets apps rewrite the way checkout looks. And the example they used to my absolute delight was Prop 65, a Prop 65 warning. Um, and the other wonderful part about it, it is available to all stores, no longer limited to Shopify Plus. Uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, can we get dark for a second? Sure. What does Shopify Plus get now? I was waiting for like, all right, here's the updates on Plus because that does chip away at the, the competitive moat around Shopify Plus. And a lot, and the other thing is a lot of the Plus had Shopify scripts. Scripts did a bunch of cool stuff for you in the checkout with discounting. Like we leveraged those a lot. Scripts I'll, probably by far scripts and checkout at liquid are like the two things. Yeah. We and use I mean, the most with plus. you could do stuff with scripts that would pay the money you're paying for Shopify plus. It was totally worth it. You still can. You should just, I'm, but I'm saying is you should just be on scripts to begin with. Cause if you could leverage them to pay for plus. Yeah. But now with this checkout extensions, scripts is not as necessary. It feels like, I don't know. I think, no, because scripts is so much about, well, you know what? We don't know what the limitations are on checkout extensions. Maybe there's limitations on it that, like, scripts could do that it can't. Yeah. I'm not sure. Now, they did say, like, hey, uh, also, Shopify, like, here's the quote. Shopify scripts are easier to build and more powerful than ever for developers creating unique checkout experiences. Did you? That's basic. Did you catch what it was? I didn't, I mean, I thought that sounded to me like the extensions with like this, it's just, they were just like APIs. Have fun. <laughs> and I got to go back and see if like what changed about Shopify scripts. Cause I, I love them. It's a thing we use almost daily. Um, and then the other, similar to checkout extension, they're doing payment platforms, which is a way to integrate third-party payment gateways into Shopify checkout. Why that's important is it also includes Shopify pay. So previously, shop maybe that's the update to scripts is that it can address Shopify Pay. Maybe I got to look into this. All right, so that that one's up in the air. I I need to research that more. But again, a developer thing that you guys really don't need yeah, to worry about. That's more me screwing around. Um, but similar to checkout extensions, where an app can add a widget and mess with your checkout, you can uh, payments are now a a better integrated thing where third party custom payments payment gateways can exist in Shopify. They just plug in like an app as well as in um, Shopify payments. Shop pay, shop pay, the quick pay one. <laughs> too many common words. Too many words. Too many words. This show's got too many words now. And that that would, well, there are some other things, but those were the, the big highlights. Well, and the, you know, there's this, there's hydrogen and oxygen and blah, blah, blah. That's all for building head. Is that, is that headless? Is that what headless is? I don't even know, but that's a thing where they're like, it's coming. 
It'll be cool. It's coming. So call me when it call me when it's here. And you'll play with it? And I'll I'll look at it. Okay. Well yeah, there's it was an hour long presentation and it was cool it ended with, with Toby Lukey doing live coding. Yeah, using and like narrating it and talking you through it in yeah. his, his delightful German dulcet tones. <laughs> using yeah, Just using let it wash over me. Using hydrogen to build a custom storefront. And showing you how that will work in the future. And that's ha- headless. When it happens. Yeah, when we say custom storefront. That means you're not on Shopify. You're hosted somewhere else, but you're using the Shopify APIs. Yeah, your transactions are powered by Shopify. Yeah. Uh, nomadgoods.com. That's a headless store. It's a long-running Shopify store. and was on. They were on the show. I like them. If you're, it's neither here nor there. Uh, did we mention that the Netflix store... Is the first online? Is the first? That's the first Shopify 2.0 store. Yeah, if you want to see a, a 2.0 store in action, and I, I'm, I, I bet this one looks great. Check out uh, Netflix.shop. Well, it's all on the back end, so really wouldn't. Be yeah, that it'll thrilling. be cool. It'll be fast. Yeah, it would be from the front end. <laughs> you really can't distinguish between, you know, hard coding something and meta fields and sections everywhere. But it, it's still fun. You check it out. Anything else? I think that's it. Yeah, those are the big ones. We're, I'm sure we'll talk about it more as details come out and as we get to release dates and timelines. So as stuff becomes available uh, and we can experience it firsthand, that's, we'll just we'll update you on the show. Yeah, we'll see when, like, it'll probably, whenever Dawn finally is it available for actual store owners to install, hopefully that's when the floodgates open and you'll see a wave of 2.0 storefronts. But until then, just... Hold on to your butts and wait. All right, let's get out of here. All right, bye.